Hi, and welcome to The Gene Space, where I talk about creativity, writing, music, life in an autistic household, and other random stuff. I'm so glad you're listening today. So we're in late October, time of the year for scares. Halloween is just a few days away, and this holiday seems to be a lot of people's very favorite of the year. I can understand why. And even the weather cooperates. It's just forbidding enough. There's wind, there's rain, there's the trees with uh, half their leaves off. The branches are making spooky shapes. Um, And around this time of the year, I also wind up contemplating the things that really scare me, which include spiders, silverfish, the piccolo, axe murderers, election season, baking, and worst of all, poems that are too smart for me to understand them. Enjoy the show. Especially when the October wind with frosty fingers punishes my hair, caught by the crabbing sun, I walk on fire and cast a shadow crab upon the land. From Dylan Thomas's Collected Poems. Until a couple of days ago, we'd been having quite a temperate October. The trees were turning amusing colors, and most mornings there were more leaves on the ground, but there'd been no need for anything more than a light jacket to stay nice and warm. Then I got out of book club on Wednesday night, and it was cold and windy. Bring a sweater, said Connie, our choir director, in an email on Thursday afternoon. Something was wrong with the heat at St. Pete's. And since the choir rehearses in a room the size of a barn, which is a bit chilly on a good day, a sweater would be a good idea. The parking lot was cold, windy, and dark. The only illumination came from the orange fairy lights outlining a sign over the entrance of the not-too-spooky haunted house for kids that St. Pete's runs every October. The narrow, steep set of steps descending to a heavy door sure looked pretty spooky to me. I shivered a little as I passed. That wintry heat in an October breeze was still in my mind this morning when I read the opening lines of Thomas's poem. I'm not far into the collected poems yet, and I'm hoping I'll start to catch on better to Thomas's style eventually. The autism in my brain has accidentally cemented reading a couple of poems aloud into my morning routine, and it strongly suggests that I tackle my accumulated poetry collection one book at a time. There were benefits. I could immerse myself in a single writer's voice, and also it lessened the guilt I felt when I passed the bookcase whose contents consist of shrink-wrapped board games and worthy books that I should have read all the way through, (laughs) but haven't on the way to the washing machine. I checked off Keats, and Herrick, and moved on to Thomas. His poems had proved tougher than expected, adding adding a frisson of fear to my morning reading. What if I don't understand this poem? What if I can't understand this poem? His pieces brought back memories of the star students in the poetry workshops of my past. I did quite a few workshops, but I never quite got the knack of writing anything that sounded like a real poem. 
dense, word drunk, elusive, with subtle points that could only be understood after much reflection and analysis. One time, I did come near to achieving something approaching this style through a writing exercise, um, and that involved taking a line from a real poet's poem, changing it by using antonyms to the words, uh, flipping the word order, etc., and then working from that first line. This technique did produce a poem that sounded like a poem, although I had no idea what it meant. In workshop, the teacher liked it, and so did most of the other students, who explained my composition to me. The best poet in the class didn't like it. He said he couldn't make heads or tails of it, and he was probably right. Most of the choir in the church hall wore sweaters. This was handy, because after rehearsal, we got to tour the haunted house. Five rooms, one ghost, one witch, a trio of singing jack-o'-lanterns, an old-fashioned TV in a cabinet, pirates of the Caribbean, and skeletons galore. We chanted as instructed to get the ghost to appear. That was the most fun, repeating short phrases, not thinking about them too hard. I wondered if Thomas would have enjoyed chanting also. While a child, he fell in love with the words of Mother Goose nursery rhymes as words alone, he said. What the words stood for was of a very secondary importance. As an actor, he'd probably have enjoyed playing one of the pirates or a wizard. Haunted houses, I must confess, have never been my thing. I usually find them overwhelming and confusing. Scary movies, also never my thing. One horror film can give me a year's worth of nightmares. Maybe the issue is my not being exposed enough to these situations. The Fundy churches of my childhood were generally suspicious of Halloween and didn't host haunted houses. But surprisingly, I enjoyed the not-too-spooky house at St. Pete's, especially the last bit. In the final room, we were given novelty spectacles that made the walls seem covered with floating, twinkling jack-o'-lanterns. I loved that nonsense of it. It occurred to me while I was reading today's uh, poetry selection that requiring that Thomas's works make 100% sense might not be the point. So I read on without trying to stop and analyze and found my favorite poem so far. It was like my first time at the ocean when I stepped into the water and realized the waves would never stop. A bit frightening, but more thrilling. Here's how the Thomas poem ends. The heart is drained that, spelling in the scurry of chemic blood, warned of the coming fury. By the sea's side, hear the dark-voweled birds. Thanks so much for spending a bit of your day here. I do love the creativity of Halloween. Uh, one of my favorites is uh, wandering around this time of year and looking at the yard displays that uh, people will put up, especially the ones that imply a story. Um, and I like eating candy and dogs dressed up as zombies, all that stuff. I just don't like to be scared because that's not fun for me. Um, and I'm a chicken, as is clear. Uh, 
about haunted houses. There's a restaurant that is a couple of towns away, and we go there from time to time. It's a kind of a comfort food and um, you know beer sort of place, and they have a haunted house in the very next parking lot uh, that is a big attraction around this time of year. We've been living here for more than 20 years. Have we ever been to that haunted house? No, we haven't. Um, but maybe, maybe I'll check it out the next couple of days. Uh, my Sunday plans just kind of evaporated, so who knows? There's a link to my WordPress blog in the description box if you'd like to read the original of this essay or check out some of my other ones. Also, if you're inclined to support this show, that would be much appreciated. Every little bit helps. There's a donations button on my homepage. Until next time, be well.